about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. This so void in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet, it seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the loser weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eh? It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing his thing for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog? They gotta play us! That's right, y'all. They gotta play us. What's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trunapol. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the back-to-back AFC North champion Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,319 subscribers. You guys killed it yesterday. I'm glad you enjoyed the highlight video. It's almost like 2,000 views, which is awesome. If I could ever get that many views on one of my live shows, like consistently, that would be great. Anyway, but if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button at the bell for the notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So I got Elliot. He's from Chatterbox. He's a big Reds guy. You want to find out what the hell's going on with the Reds? Give me a super chat. Do you want to just support the show? Give me a super chat. I greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from this glorious place down here. It's the Ice Cave, and the Ice Cave is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what? I wear it every single day. I wear it every day at practice. So I go down there, I got in practice, I got the orange bucket hat on, the orange uh, shirt on, but I got the gray and black on today. But Jackpot Joey. We got the we got the gear, we got the beer. The beer is at Brink Brewery. It's 
Go to Canned. I'm hoping it comes out next week. We'll see. But you can go get it on draft at Brewery. But if you want to get any of this stuff, go to there's jackpotjoey9.com. Portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Fund. And we still have the Cornhole Tournament, which has gotten moved to October 14th. It is at Brink Brewery. They're combining that with their chili cook-off. 100%, every single dime that they make it this goes to the Joe Burrow uh, Foundation. So, go play cornhole, eat some delicious chili, drink some award-winning beer, have some great time, have great time with all your Bengal fans. So, go sign up at uh, Brink Brewery's social media pages. You can go to the brewery. They have a, uh, a list there to sign up there as well. What's up to everybody in the chat? Let's see who was first. Stranger, of course, you're first. Robert's in there. Ross in there. Brad's in there. Matt, Chris, pork chop, my boy. Jerome's in there. Mark, wait, Mark, what? You're, why are you coming? You're going to come on the show. Yes, we know you're coming on at six. Jeez, oh, he's, he's so impatient. Anyway, <laughs> just kidding. Kevin, what's up, guys? Anyway, got a very special show. We got Elliot. Like I said, he's from Chatterbox. Uh, a funny story. Now, I've seen him on Chatterbox and, and I've, I've Follow on Twitter and everything. So we're at Bucketheads, and if you're West Side, you know Bucketheads is. So we're sitting there eating, and all of a sudden my son goes, I think that's that's Elliot from, from Chatterbox. I go, look at everyone. I actually, you know, I think you're right. And I'm like, they'll kind of sit there and I look at my Twitter and went, Yeah, that, that that's him. I think I, I look at Chatter said, I'm gonna go ask him. He goes, No, don't go do that because I'm not scared to go talk to anybody. My son gets a little, you know, oh, you're gonna embarrass me or whatever. So I walked up, said I said, Is this you? He goes, Yeah, I'm like, hey, how you doing? I'm Strawberry Ice. I don't think he had a clue who I was, but now he does, and he's on the show. So let's get to Elliot. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Not much. How are you doing, man? Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, listen, that, that interaction, I, I rarely get recognized. So I would be, if you had to put me in the Cincinnati celebrity, if you had to give me a letter grade, I'd be, what's what's after F, G, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, I'd be G. I'd be after F list. So that's where I am on the celebrity list in Cincinnati. So when you came up to me, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what's going on here, but I appreciate it nonetheless. <laughs> Just like, who the hell is this old guy? Like you're G, I'm the, I'm the old uh, OG, for, uh, I'm, the, I'm the old dude. So there you go. You're the, you're the new G, I'm the OG. That's right. Exactly. So for everybody who, if they don't know who you are and don't know what Chatterbox is, give a, give a background about what Chatterbox is and what, what, what you do there. Yeah, so Chatterbox, uh, it was started by Trace Fowler and Sean Spurlock. It's a, it's a sports media company. They're, they're going to do some they're going to do some Reds postgame shows. They're going to do a live show. Tom Brenneman, the former Reds broadcaster, uh, he hosts a show every day from 10 to 12 on, on the Chatterbox YouTube uh, account. And we, we got a lot of exciting things coming up regarding, you know, the Bengals, obviously a big season for the Bengals. We got Bearcat stuff. We got Xavier coming up. We got a ton of stuff coming up at Chatterbox. It's just, it's just a fun play. It just, honestly, we're just hanging out. We're just hanging out. We're talking sports. That's what it is. Absolutely. It's, it's fun. I, I've watched uh, Tom a lot. I actually had him on the show uh, last year. He was uh, uh, kind enough to, to join me. And I told him, I was like, I don't always get to watch the show because I work nights. So I'm usually sleeping when he's on, but I listen to the podcast. Uh, later on, but I said I listen. I love the the uh, post game chatterbox uh, chatterbox Reds yes. post game that you guys do is is amazing. I listen to that a lot. Uh, here lately, to be honest, they've been pissing me off. So I, <laughs> I it's brutal. Uh, it's yeah, brutal. I haven't, I haven't listened as much as I I I, I have been. Well, let's get into what the hell's going on with the Reds. Why in the hell, in your opinion, is Ellie De La Cruz still freaking leading off? He's striking out like crazy. The point of leadoff hitter. It's to get on base. Ellie can't get on base. They put him up there to see fastballs. He's literally not seeing fastballs. 
Why is he still leading off, Elliot? Yeah, that's the crazy part, too, is he's just expecting a fastball to come. It's all breaking balls. It's all sliders. It's all it's all change-ups. And at this point, no one's going to give him a fastball. It's just going to be the dirt pitch because, you know, he's swinging at it. Uh, I have been saying this for about two weeks now. Ellie needs to be moved to maybe four, maybe five, maybe six in the lineup. He's a great player. He's young. This is something that's going to happen with all these young guys. The issue is, as you continue to do this, I'm, I'm worried you're going to hurt his confidence. I'm worried you're going to hurt him as a player. His at-bats, the, the, equal, the, the quality of his at-bats have gone down drastically. I mean, it's I, like you said, I mean, these, these, these at-bats aren't lasting, you know, six pitches, seven pitches. He's striking out on three pitches, right? I mean, it's just dirt swings, dirt balls that he's swinging at. And, and it sucks because he's so good. And, and again, I'm not worried about him. I'm just hoping David Bell makes the right call. It's something that happened with Jonathan India earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Jonathan India was was batting phenomenally in the leadoff spot. He was having good quality at bats there. He wasn't swinging at the dirt balls at the dirt pitches. He's having good quality at bats. He was getting on base at a high clip. He, they moved him down to I think four or five. They moved him down to the three spot. They moved him down to six. It's 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 you have to keep these guys at a consistent rhythm. And I think what's happening was Ellie was struggling. So it's like all right, let's let's shake it up. But when you do that, you have to you have to keep him. At, at the same quality he was having before you move him. And that's not what happened here. Right. And, and I mean, I understood the move at first, You're trying to get him up yeah. there, trying to get him more faster. I get it. It's not working. I mean, it's been nah. damn near a month or more that he's still having him leading off. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. And, and Jonathan India, like he was doing great at leadoff. Why move him? I mean, he still went down a third and he struggled. So hopefully Jonathan India will be back tomorrow from what I've heard. He's supposed to be back. Hopefully David Bell come to his senses, put India at leadoff. I would say leadoff India, Friedel second, Matt McLean third. Then you can put Ellie or or Steer. That's just more of a normal lineup. That's closer to what we a lineup they had that he was pretty much putting out on a consistent basis when we won 12 in a row. Yes, he did move some people, but it wasn't this up and down like he like he's doing now. It, yeah. It's just I, I it's awesome. If you have TJ or you have um uh, uh, India at leading off and they have Will Benson at nine. That's that to me. That's perfect. The opposite ends of, of the batting order, so they, correct. They keep the ro- rotation rolling, and I just I, I, it's and I'm not blaming everything on the batting order because the, the offenses went south. But I do think it has something to do with it because Elliot, in June, July, we can hit the cover off the ball. I mean, it, it, and right now, like you said, we're not the entire team, not just Elliot, or not just you're Elliot, not just <laughs> Ellie. Sorry, we're not taking. Um, consistent at bats we're swinging too much we we used to have, have five six seven eight pitch at bats now it's three maybe four if we're lucky five i mean what what, what is do you think it's a lineup is the pressure getting to him why, why is the offense what south so much well i think in what you're seeing now and i said it earlier this week it's just it's regression right this right. team was projected by las vegas to win 64 games now that wasn't that wasn't factoring in ellie it wasn't factoring in matt mcclain it wasn't factoring in Andrew Rabbit. It wasn't factoring in the rookies, and they've played phenomenally up until this point. But when Las Vegas sets a number like that at 64, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a, a team, a franchise, anything that's, that, that passes that number by, like, 100 games, right? If, they, if the Reds won 100 games in the total 64, that's unheard of, right? And, and not saying Vegas knows everything. It's sports or sports. It's, it's the best drama in the world. Uh, you can't predict it. But at the end of the day – you are seeing the regression. You're seeing some of the issues that that were predicted at the beginning of the year. Right now, we don't have Jake Fraley. He's hurt. Will Benson's hurt right now. Right. And the Reds don't have the depth. Nick Senzel, I say this with love and respect, he's not He's not good enough. He's Why not does he love enough. Kevin Newman so much? I don't Kevin know. Newman, 
<laughs> it's it's well, here's what it is, Jeff. It's the analytics people. And this is how baseball is now. Everybody's seen oh, the movie Moneyball. Everybody's yeah. seen the movie Moneyball, but it mm-hmm. truly is how the game works. So when you see Kevin Newman, all right, he's hitting 320 against the lefty. He's going to go in against the lefty. It's same thing with Nick Senzel, right? It's, but it's, they're not right now. <laughs> and that's that, and that's the issue of it. Right. It's, that's the issue of it is if it, when they don't hit against lefties, which is their only role on the team. They're not that good defensively. They're okay defensively, right? They're serviceable, yep. uh, but they're there to hit lefties. And when you're not doing that, you're going to see a team that struggles, and that's what you're seeing with the Reds right now. It's And like you said, during the hot stretch in June, it was like you were scoring seven, eight mm-hmm. runs a game, and now that's down to like two to three. Right. You can't you can't win games with this roster and this pitching staff. When you're scoring two runs a game, it just won't happen. The roster wasn't built that way. Yeah, and one other thing, that, I mean, like I said, I've been a critic of David, but I think he's done a good job this year. I do, I do but he just does stuff that just drives you absolutely insane. Like, why the hell is he putting Nick Senzel at third base and steering left? Nick Senzel has played the outfield way more than, than Steer has. I think Nick Senzel could play a good third base. I know he had the, the injuries or the the, uh, the errors the other other week. Yeah. But, but he's a better outfielder than Steer is. Why in the hell are you putting a guy out there in left field who volunteered to play the outfield, hadn't played the outfield until he until this year, and put, put Senzel, who played but the majority of his major league career, has been in the outfield? That just, I just don't get that. Just well, I, I think it's more of a testament, and you're right. You're right. You, in middle infielders playing the outfield, you've seen it with Jose Barrero. It just doesn't work, right? It's they're not they're not comfortable out there, and you see that. The, the issue with this team was that Spencer Steer was too good not to play. Oh, that's no, yeah. where, that's where the problem was. And and if you look at the infield, but but then you look at the outfield, right? So if you put Spencer Steer at third, you have Matt McClain at short, or excuse me, you have Elliott short, Matt McClain at second, and this at this point it would be uh, Encarnacion Strand at uh, first base. At left field, it would have to be Benson, Fraley, or Friedel. Friedel's getting at bats every time. Uh, uh, Benson should be getting at bats every time, and so should Fraley. I don't think I don't think at that point you would you would keep Nick Senzel in the outfield unless it's a, of course a lefty. But to your point. I don't know why middle infielders are out there playing in the outfield. Right. Well, I'm just it saying, if it's, a, if it's a lefty, you'll play play Nick Senzel. I would put him in left field and put Steer at third. If, if you want, if you're going to play Nick Senzel because of lefty, which I, I get, yeah, but he's not hitting to you. But that just just drives me up for defensive purposes. I would put Steer at third and put Nick Senzel at left. For, it just, I don't know. It just, it's <laughs> almost well. It's one of those things where the MLB openly disrespects that left field position. I think Adam Dunn played left field a couple times. They put basically the most unathletic person. Jesse Winker was a red for a long time, was one of the worst defenders I've ever seen. And he he played out there. He trotted out there in left field. He wasn't good, but that's right. what you have. That's just where you have to play him. Right. Spencer right. Steer. I don't know. <laughs> he's not a great defender, but God love him. He's trying his best wherever they put him. He's Dude, played every I mean, position. Honestly, he's played pretty damn good wherever they put him. I, I personally yeah. think first base is his best defensive position. I think he does good at third. Apparently he can play second too. Cause, cause when, uh, yeah. India went out. He's at second. I, mean, I didn't know you play. You play seconds. I mean, put him wherever, wherever you put yeah. him. He's going to play, play good at it. Seems yeah. defensively. So the Reds did not do it. Well, I won't say didn't do anything. They did do something. They got one relief pitcher at the trade deadline. <sighs> um, Jared Lorenzen, former Red, pitched a no hitter last night, and uh, Phillies gave up one minor leaguer for him. We probably could have given up one minor leaguer, not our, our top guys, to go get him. And that one, because we were talking about this is a talking subject at work today. Like, well, should we have traded for him? Like, hell yeah, we should have traded for him. I wanted, I wanted to trade for him at the trade deadline, and it didn't cost the Phillies that much. Did the Reds drop the ball here on not going out and getting another starting pitcher? Because let's be let's be honest, starting pitching, it was 
held together by, by, by glue and, 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 and duct tape. Yeah. It's, it's kind of starting to come unraveled right now. So I, I think the, the not making a, a deal is, is kind of hurting them now. So I have, I have two things to say. Number one, I was against this. So, so when the rebuild started, when they tore down that team from 2021, they traded Winker, they traded Suarez, they traded Mali Castillo. They traded the team. They ripped it apart, yep. tore it to shreds. They devoted this plan where they're going to go full prospect. They're going to go full prospect. I hate that. I personally am not a prospect guy. At some point, you have to spend money. When you look at the final four teams, the when you look at the uh, NLCS, the ALCS, these are teams that have spent money, right? These are teams that aren't just homegrown people. You have to eventually spend money. The Reds have proven that they've un been unwilling to do that. Um, that's the part that's frustrating. Now, what, what I've been proven wrong is this team has come out and they've shattered their 64-win total projection, right? They've come out and done phenomenally using the prospect method. So I kind of have to step back and be like, all right, clearly they're doing something right. Do I think Michael Lorenzen would have helped this team? One million percent, yes. But at the end of the day, when you're losing 16 to four and 20 to seven to the Cubs and back to back days, I was there for one. Of the, I was there in Chicago for that game. When you're giving up 38 runs in, in, in a span of two days with 10 errors in the week, right. Jeff, at some. Matter. Jeff, at some point, it's like you're going to have to give up everybody for what you want, and it's just not going to happen. So do I think Michael Lorenzen helps? 100%. Do I think Nick Kroll might have dropped the ball by not getting any help other than Sam Mole, the left-handed reliever? Maybe, maybe. But at the end of the day, that's not fixing the offense. That That's not fixing the atrocious defense you're seeing. Mm -hmm. It's not fi fixing the lack of depth we have. We have still guys coming back from injury. Hunter, Gre Hunter Green's coming back August 20th. We got uh, Vladimir Gutierrez, TJ Antone. These guys are coming back August. Nick Lodolo, supposedly, I don't know, depending on how long this horrible stretch lasts here, he might not come back. But he's yeah. he's projected in the he's projected in August. So I think that's a, with with combining that with sticking with the method and looking at the glare, glaring holes. I'm going to say no. Nick Kroll didn't drop the ball. He trusted his own process. Is it going to work? We're going to find out. But I, as of right now, I'm not in the panic mode. If you're looking at this team right now, does this team look like a World Series team with Michael Lorenzen on it? No. No, I mean, I don't think, like I said, that's what I've tried to tell everybody who watches the show. I was like, I, I've kind of compared this season to the 2021 season for the Cincinnati Bengals. I said, enjoy yeah. this. Because during the season, I'm like, I had no idea we're, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, I'm like, just enjoy this because th this doesn't happen very often. I keep telling you, I'm telling myself this too because I'm getting irritated. Yeah. Enjoy what we've had this summer because it's awesome. And I've never seen five guys come up as rookies and play as good as they have. And we got more of them behind it. So, the, the and, and you're, I do, I thought we are going to lose 100 games. <laughs> like, so did I. So I, did I. I. we going to be awful. I mean, I, you know, I looked at the Day roster. I'm like, I said, the only thing really, I was talking about my son Chandler, I said, the only thing really to look at this year is how good those Adola Green and Ashcraft, how those three look this year. That was my whole thing going into this year. Same with me. Yeah. So, and well, they've been hurt most, <laughs> most of the Ashcraft is coming back and, and he's actually, he pitched actually really well the other day. Yeah. I mean, and so I mean, it, he's he's bounced back. Good. It's funny how the projections uh, from last year have just been absolutely evaporated. You come into this year, you think the bullpen's going to be terrible, but hey, we got Hunter Green, we got Graham Ashcraft, we got Nick Lodolo. Graham Ashcraft was the worst pitcher in baseball for a, for a month and a half stretch. Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo injured. You look at Jonathan India and Tyler Stevenson; those were the two staples of the future, right? These are guys that you're going to have your your the names on the jerseys and on a Reds jersey for for ten years plus. Those guys now seem to be irrelevant. So you look at the future from last year and you look at where we are today. I, I'd argue we are significantly better, and thank God for that. But it's but it's so crazy. Baseball is such a crazy sport with this stuff. And it's like whenever whatever you think is possible, it'll just be flipped around on you. 
and it'll just be changed completely. And that's what you're seeing right now with the Reds. That that's that's what I love about baseball. It's the most inconsistent, consistent yep. thing ever. Yep. I mean, you, you literally try to take a round bat to hit a round ball. You that's that, right. You know that, that that explains it right there. It's it's almost impossible to do it. But um, so let, let's get into to Jonathan India and and Tyre Stevenson. Yeah. I, like you said, you thought they'd be staples on this team. There's part of me that they might not be on this team next year. I mean, I, I, because with the infield, I, I think if, 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 uh, uh, um, oh, crud, the, uh, the kid that's the triple A, um, the short Robinson, no, no, shorts, uh, Noel Marte. Yeah, Marte. If Marte comes up, he, he's your third base and shortstop or Ellie, one of that, one of those two third or short, uh, Matty Bats that second. Yep, CES or, or Vado, which I, I think they're going to reset. I think Vado is coming back. But really? CES, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just have I, not for a while. Maybe I'm wrong. But CES, you say CES your first base. And that I think is the future infield for the Cincinnati Reds next year. Where does that leave Jonathan India? Uh, catching wise, Tyler Stevenson, he isn't as uh, that good of a defensive catcher. We've never thought that. It was more for his bat. His bat really hasn't come around this year. There are guys down in the minors that you know are pushing, knocking the door down. Do you think they both will be on the Reds next year or they might move on from them? They both will be on the Reds to start the season. Okay. I don't know if both of them will be there after the trade deadline next season. Tyler Stevenson, to me, and and, you've, and this fan base, by the way, has absolutely crucified Jonathan India the whole year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've yeah. torn this guy down to shreds. Is it rightfully so? He hasn't been playing great defensively, and he hasn't been great offensively. I, I blame part of that a little bit on changing the lineup every day where yeah. he didn't get to stay in a consistent spot all season. Um, but, yeah, I, to your point, I don't I don't think those guys will be here after the trade deadline next year. The catching position is so weird, though, because um, it's it, there's so much value on a catcher, right? Even the worst hitters. I'm, I'm talking about Austin Nola. Uh, that catcher is hitting 0.98 and he plays the whole year because he's great defensively. Tyler Stevenson, like you said, he's not great defensively. He's been atrocious defensively. He doesn't know how to frame pitches. And on top of that, he's a slap hitter. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're going to slap the ball around, I mean, he has okay power for a catcher. He has okay power. We thought, we thought it'd be more, we thought by this time he'd be more of a power hitter than he actually is. Correct. Correct. And you thought, you thought he'd be more efficient at hitting yeah. at this point. It just hasn't come around. Maybe again, that's because of the inconsistent play. The Reds have three catchers on the active roster. It's embarrassing. It, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> it, Kirk Casale just has no business on a major league. He's roster. not even playing. No, he's hurt. He's hurt. And he's going to be hurt until the end of the year. I mean, it just, there's no, there's no yeah. reason for him to play. Luke Maley was supposed to be cut before the year, but uh, God love him. He's been honestly the best catcher, best catcher on the team. So if you had to, if you had to ask me right now, would Jonathan India be here at the end of next trade deadline? I'd say no. I would say he's gone. Tyler Stevenson's a different story. Uh, I would say Tyler is here just because it's so hard to replenish the catcher. Well, Chucky Robinson is a catcher down in AAA. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of baseball, a lot of baseball. The Hardos, the the purists, they don't like Chucky. They think he can't hit at the major league level. He's an older catcher, right. uh, late twenties. So it's so they don't really believe in him. I would say give him a chance at this point. It can't really get worse than our what current situation. <laughs> that's right. The rosters are going to expand here in September, so that's going to help. Um, but no, I, I don't think I don't think Tyler Stevenson. I don't think Jonathan India will be here after the deadline. So let's let's go to this, this the comment I had about I think Votto will be here next year. Yeah. Um, the reason I think Votto will be here next year is one, I think he wants to play again. Two, um, I think the Castellinis want him to retire a red. Three, I think he'll take less money to stay here. To be, I think he wants to be a part of this team. And he's our, I mean, give David Buck credit. He there are times where he plays him more than he should, but he's still not playing him every single day. Yep. So I, I do think he's playing him at the right end. 
I like Votto's approach right now. You know, he he he's not the 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 on base guy he used to be. He's no. not the bad area guy. He just he's just trying to provide power, and I think that's where he's at in his career. So you, so in your opinion, do you think Votto they bring Votto back next year? I think they're going to do. I don't think it's going to be one of those things where I, I don't know if you remember Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos when his contract was was up, right? There was an option, a, a, a player option. Um, the Reds elect the Reds elected to not even talk to him. Yeah, I, I, I think trust the, me, I know. I, I remember. <laughs> I hated it. I love I love Nick Castellano. I got his jersey so around here so somewhere. I, he was one of my fa- he was one of my favorite players in such uh-huh. a short period of time. But I, I do think they're going to talk to Joey Votto. They're going to see what he wants to do with with how good this team is going to be next season. And I do think this is going to be a World Series contending team next season. I think they're going to talk to Votto. They're going to say, listen, we're not going to pay you a lot. You're going to come off the bench strictly because with Christian Encarnacion and Strand, he's not going to be an everyday player. But against a right-handed pitcher, uh, he's going to have that power ability. Like it's, it's going to be the Adam Dunn, right? He's going to be a new Adam Dunn. Mm-hmm. He's just going to try to hit for power. And that's it. I think there is a role for him if he's going to hit that way. I don't care about his average. I don't care about his OBP. I know, I know baseball purists are going to love that. But you look at Max Muncy out in L.A., the guy's – I think he has 30 home runs. He's hitting 185. It's it, it's it, the way baseball has changed completely with that. The strikeouts don't matter anymore. If you strike out, right, it doesn't really matter a whole lot. For, for an old guy like me, that sucks. I, I, I drive me no, nuts. No, trust me. I get it. I get it. But I do think they're going to talk to Joey Votto. But at the end, I, I don't think they're going to pay. I don't think they're paying Joey Votto. I don't think Joey Votto will be back. I think this is your last season of, of Joseph Daniel Votto at first base. We'll find out now. Getting to the offseason, you said you think this is going to be a World Series caliber team. I agree to you, with you to a certain extent. It depends on what the front office does. I mean, they have to freaking do something. And actually, a lot of something. You need to get a veteran, some veteran starting pitchers in here. It's basically just pitching. A veteran starting, starting pitcher, some, some more relief pitchers. you got to get veteran guys in here that can be more consistent. They, that, they have to. You know, that, that's, I don't think they need to add any, I mean, some bench, improve the bench too, obviously that, but they have to do something this year in the off season, or we're going to be in the same position we are this year, which isn't awful, but it's, you know, barely making the playoffs or not at all. I agree. 1 million percent. If they, if they, if they do nothing, if they don't sign up, if Nick crawl goes out and says, you know what, we're good as it is. I take back my statement. It's not a world series contending team. Right. I do think they're going to. The issue with the trade deadline is teams know you're desperate, right? Yeah. Teams know you're desperate when you're looking for Michael Lorenzen. So they're going to ask for a ton more than what you want to give. If Especially asking, when you have a lot. <laughs> correct. 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 And, and teams know this. They know how good our farm system is right now. They're going to ask for Noel B. Marte. They're going to ask for Christian Encarnacion Strand. They're going to ask for guys you don't want to give up right now mm-hmm. for a team that you still are unsure of what they are. Because right. we don't know what this current team is this season. This offseason, I would bet they are going to go out. They're going to get a very good starting pitcher. They're going to get several bullpen arms, and they're going to get, um, I would venture to say, one or two very decent bats. I project one right, right-handed right outfielder because we need that desperately. I can't watch Nick Senzel and Stuart Fairchild any longer. I can't do it. Uh, Wait, Stuart think- Fairchild got a little league inside the Park home run last night. Come on. 
Stuart Fairchild's Stuart Fairchild's a bum. I mean, that guy's. I mean, he's just a bum. I, I oh listen, my god! I, I hope my son Chair is watching this because he loves Stuart Fairchild. <laughs> <laughs> listen, he's a nice guy. He's come up and he's done his role well. He's an yeah. okay player, but he's a Triple A player. Right. He's not right. a major league ball player. No, I agree with that, and that's okay to say, right? It's, yeah. it's just. He can go play for Oakland and whatever circus they've got over there when they move right. to Las Vegas. Vegas but, right? yep. but when we're competing for a team, I can't have Stuart Fairchild running out there taking meaningful fouls. <laughs> this can't happen. Exactly. Now, um, were you surprised that David Bell got a contract extension? No. Not, See, not I, even I, a little bit. Not even a little bit. I, I think the clubhouse loves him. I think he fights for this team. And again, I hate to keep bringing up the win projection, but I think it's so interesting. 64 wins, right? They, they're they going to crush that total. The Reds, whether or not they make the playoffs, they're crushing that number. David Bell instituted the big red platoon, right? And despite what me and you think about, you know, certain guys sitting against lefties, righties, Nick Senzel taking meaningful at-bats, it has worked. It worked for a long period of time, and it got this team to a position. It got this city to a position where everybody's excited about Reds baseball. That was David Bell. I don't agree with every decision David Bell makes. The fan base, a lot of the fan base hates David Bell. I get it. I get it. You don't like certain pitchers coming in when there's two outs. At least let them finish the that's what, three yeah, outs. I, I, that's, a, that's a big sticking point. That's a, I get it. I understand it. But this team would not be where they are right now without David Bell. Take a look at the, I mean it's it's just it's just it's just true. I mean 64 wins, right? And and they're going to probably win around 85 games this year. Mm-hmm. That's David Bell. David Bell has to be included in the, in the good times if you're going to blame him too. Yeah, no, I I actually, I actually agree with you. I mean, because I think David Bell, I like I said his manager manager decisions drive me nuts. But in this age of baseball, I mean sometimes it doesn't the manager sometimes the manager doesn't matter. What about his manager decision? What actually matters more is the culture he creates in the locker room and how the guys want to play for him. And he has done that 1,000%. I mean, from, and I, and I, and from I know you're a Bengals fan. I'm a Bengals fan too. One of my most criticized people, if you look at my Twitter, it's Zach Taylor. But the reason everybody loves Zach Taylor is for the same exact reason. He, yep. he, has, he has brought such a good culture to the Cincinnati Bengals. The players love him. The team wins under him. I don't love his play calls. I don't love some of the shuffle passes he does on third down at the goal line. I don't right. love it. I don't love it. But guess what? He's instituted a culture here where the where the players respect him, where the fans get to see wins. So at some point, that part matters more yeah. than the other part. So no, I, you, I have, you just have to weigh you have you just have to weigh what you want as a franchise. And at exactly. this point, I want a good culture opposed to a guy who's going to come in and decide whatever all the time. Right. Right. That that that's that's more. I think that's more important is the culture, especially for, you know, 162 games and 17 game season for the NFL yeah. and the play all, all that stuff. Because you guys are they're around each other more than they're around their own family. So, yeah, 100%. If you, if you hate going there and you don't like being around each other, you're probably not going to win. So, anyway, yes. Elliot, you've been on for 30 minutes. I appreciate <laughs> it. We're going to have to do this again sometime. Absolutely. If you, guys, if you guys ever want me on Chatterbox, you know, as a you know, backup guy <laughs> or you know, anything like that, you know, just you know, just give me a call. Tell, tell Trace, give me a call. I'll give you a call. All right. Th- thank you so much for having me, man. This was awesome, dude. No problem. Thanks, Elliot. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you, man. Have a good one. You too. All right, guys. Like I said, go follow Elliot. He's awesome. Go follow, uh, go follow Chatterbox Sports. They do a great job. Tom Brennan's on there. And like I said, the uh, Chase and all these guys uh, do an awesome job for uh the Reds post-game show. I listen to it all the time. It's a blast. Anyway, we're going to switch here into Bengals mode. I was down at practice 
joint practice. Bengals didn't get too high, didn't get too low. That's a shot for Tony Pike. Joint practice. Had a little fight. Had some fun. Mark was down there. He's a crazy man. Let's get the Mark. Third down guy. What's up, brother? How we doing, Jeff? How we doing, Strawberry Eyes? Good, man. I'm, I'm, dude. I'm ready for freaking football tomorrow. I mean, I, I know it's not like it's, it's football. Hey, it's, it's not real football, but we're gonna be in the jungle. We're, we're gonna be back home. Yes, yes, and that's the great part, you know. It's in football, you know. It's no matter what. It's preseason, all that stuff. It's just being at the statement with people who we love, who we not got to see. Since you know last season, all that stuff. I mean, the last. I mean, last time we watched a football game, watch a bingo was the AFC Championship at Kansas yeah, City. You was there. I was there. I, was I know. I know. You were there. I too. know. I, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Me and Chris Neese, we was up in the rooftop. We literally was in the nose breeze. Like, but hey, the V wasn't the V. The V wasn't that bad actually. It was, you know, wasn't that bad. But I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking for a backup. You know, like see who will. Rise up and challenge if we have injury. Hope to God we don't have no injury. Like, you know, and we're playing, you know, because everybody's think that Joe Burr might even not start week one, which, which, hey, that's okay. He's starting. I don't, I'm so, he's going to play week one. He's, he's but, play. but I, I, I mean, I hope so too, and all that stuff. But if we're not, that's, I mean, let's don't rush him back and all that stuff. But Jamal Chase, you know, he made joke like, you know, he might not be back till week five, which got the news people all crazy. And they had Zach Taylor like, when, when is the timetable, you know? But, you know, let's just take a time. Hopefully he's 100%, you know, and all that stuff. I want him to be the 100%, you know, all that stuff. But I think we can beat the Cleveland Brown without him. Baltimore, I think we still, but I'd rather have him ready for week two against Baltimore. But hey, like, you know what? I think he will be back week one. I think he's going to fire all, you know, Fire all sales in week one against the Brown and all that stuff. I'm I'm looking for it. I, yeah, I, I every time I heard it was a calf strain. I, yeah, I, I think it's gotten so blown out of proportion. I think he's going to play week one. I, honestly, I think he's going to practice the last week of of, uh, of training camp. So yeah, I, uh, yeah, good seeing you too. Did you? Yeah, you saw her there, Andrea. There. Oh, Mark's frozen. I said, talking to Mark, and he's frozen. Andre, I put Andre's comments on, and Mark just froze. So he's <laughs> – so, anyway, yes, I think Joe Burrow is going to play Monday. Excuse me, not Monday. Uh, let me get Mark out of here. Hopefully he can fix his internet. I think Joe Burrow will play um, the first game of the season. I think he's going to practice the last week of training camp. Uh, like, look, it's a strained calf. Sam Hubbard had the same thing during the season last year, and he only missed two weeks. Now, I don't think Burrow is going to miss any time. You know, I, I, honestly, I've, we saw him walking around yesterday. Yeah, he's got a big sleeve all up and down his leg. There was no limp. He drove out in the golf cart. He got out of the golf cart perfectly fine. He stood for two hours the whole time. Didn't limp, didn't do anything. I really think, honestly, if it was week one this week, I think he could play this week. I don't think he's going to. I think they're going to hold him back, which I agree with. I completely agree with holding Joe back. I just this whole calf gate is getting a little um blown out of proportion, I think. <laughs> Hi, I'm back. So, sorry about that. I, I some reason my Wi-Fi kick out. You know, well, I'm not at my house. Like, I'm at I, my I, Andrea, house. I put I put up Audrey's comment and you froze. So I bl- I blamed her. 
Yeah, so, no, it's all good. No, I, said, I took the Wi-Fi off and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, tomorrow I'm I'm ready for football. Like, I'm ready to see a, a, a second string, you know, see how they do. Because at practice, you, you see most of the first starters are getting a lot of repetition. But the second string, third string, fourth string, that's when they shine during the preseason. All that stuff. That's when the eye of the camera don't lie, see how they, um you know, They've been paying attention, you know, in class. They've been reading assignment. They've been reading, like, what the poem is doing, all that stuff, you know. Because you see that joint platform. Our first defense is they, – they they was lights out killing the offense. Yeah, let's, of the let's Green talk Bay. about that a little bit because we, where we were standing, we could pretty much just see the defense. We couldn't see the offense unless you got to go stand yeah. up on the, the bridge or whatever. But Trey Henderson got, got to him twice. I thought the DBs yeah. looked good. Uh, mm-hmm. D, uh, DJ Turner, I, I was really impressed with him. Him and, uh, and yeah. uh, Juice combined for uh, a stop, which I had that on. Excuse me, on my video, which I I tweeted the video out, and of that I said Juice and Mike Hilton combined for a stop, and somebody goes, oh, "That that's Turner." I'm like, "Oh, it's twenty instead of twenty-one. I'm like, crap, I had to delete the, <laughs> delete the tweet. Hey, I'm like, hey, it's 20, all good. I'm like, ah, but anyway, I think the defense has looked really well. Um, I would like – I wish I could have saw something from Miles Murphy yesterday. Did you get a chance to see him at all? Because I know they, they moved him around a lot, but I, I didn't get to see him that much. Well, I think they're going to use him a lot. They're going to put him in DN. I think nose tackle, when it's third down, they, they know the team's going to pass. I think this guy, he is a person. You can put him anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can even put him outside linebacker. I saw him one time. He, um, he was lining up like a DN. Mm-hmm. Kind of slash like outside linebacker, and he came out in zone coverage. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to use him a lot. Like yeah. you guys got you got you got a guy like hey, we draft him the first round. Yeah, he might not be a starter because we got Trey Hicks and Sam Hubbard, but he will be a guy. We'll see a lot of snap, not even just a DN. I think they're just going to move him around. Like he's like an athlete. He's like an athlete. He's not just a DN. You can like if if Bingo ever played like a free four defense, I can see him playing outside linebacker. But I'm glad we play a four three defense on us up. So yeah, exactly. I think he's going to be a lot like Sam. Sam plays inside, yes. outside, and Sam drops. Yeah, and your your rushers exactly. are going to be Joseph Osai and Trey Henderson. And that's where. Mm-hmm. And I've said this before, Mark, on here that everybody's excited about the NASCAR package. Put all four of them out there. Mm-hmm. I think they're all four are going to be out there more than. We think now, I preface that because I do think they are – actually, I know they're going to take less snaps from Sam and Trey because they got wore right. out by the end of the season and by the, by the end of the right. game. They need mm-hmm. less, snaps, less snaps. That's why Joseph Osai yeah. is going to get starter snaps. I think Miles Murphy mm-hmm. might get starter snaps because right. they're going to be moving those guys in and out. But we have a very good chance of having a very good pass rush this year, I think, compared to last year because we – Right, sacks and all that stuff. It was a thirtieth ranked pass rush, I think, but we did have a lot of pressures. Pass rush and pressure, right? Different. I think we have a, a better shot of getting more pressures and stuff this year, and that's going to help the DBs with this secondary. I love the DBs. I like to say, same the, here. The, safety, the safeties. I, I think we're going to be good, but replacing Bo- Bell and Bates is going to be hard. I think we're going to be good, but these DBs we got, I'm really impressed with them. They are really freaking fast. Right. Well, that's that. That is my concern, safety, because you you all replacing Von Bell, which I was sad Von Bell left. Jason Bates, well, you know, he yeah. he got his money. You know, Falcons. I mean, Arthur Blank, he got money like everywhere, so that's why he paid the man all that stuff. But Von Bell, that was the big hurt we lost. But hey, look, we have young guys. We draft Dexter Hill. You know, we got 
you know, other safety and all that. But that is the key on defense. The t- who, who's going to be our two starting safety and all that stuff, you know? Because like I say, our secondary is just nasty. We got Cheetah come back. We got, you know, um, um, Cam um, Taylor, who did phenomenal, who stepped up the plate. And all that. That's why he was a second-round pick last year, because we see so much potential and all that. So that's why we didn't see, uh, sign Eli Apple back, you know, because Cam just showed that, hey, I'm a starter here, you know? I'm the future of you guys and all that stuff. And, you know, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Eli Apple, he did have some good games. And sometimes, you know, he got burned. He got burned. Sometimes he shut down people. But, I mean, our secondary is just nasty. You know, if we just get all safety and they just come and hit people in the mouth, you know, be like old time sake, like Sean Taylor's and all that stuff. That'd be great, you know, all that stuff, you know. And, I mean, yes, the secondary, the secondary is great. And all that stuff. It's a it's a safety is my concern, but I think we'll be okay with it. Cause we got Lou. He's the mad sign of different coordinators. And all that stuff. He will put them guys in the right place, and he he will figure out who's the two safeties and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's gonna start game one. I don't care what anybody says. I've seen him run mm-hmm. around, no limp, no knee brace. I mean, he was running around like he never had knee surgery back in what May when when minicamp started. We started seeing right. him. Now they're taking it slow with him, which again, I, I think we should. But I think he's going to be out there, their game one. Um, right. Again, might be one that, again, like I said, well, you were, you were afraid to freeze it up. I think Joe Burrow, Jackpot's going to start game one. I think he's going to start practicing the last week of training camp. I mm-hmm. think the same, same right. thing with, I think, because they got, they got to get there at least practice. I don't, I don't they're not going to play. I don't think either one of them are going to play in the preseason. But I think, no, no, Joe. Week. Yeah, Joe Joe Bo, you won't see him in the preseason. After that calf injury, you won't see him at all and all that stuff. So, which you know preseason anyway, to be honest. Well, well, I think you gotta have some stolen play cover series. Just get the body, just get the mindset of a game situation, all that stuff. Yeah, like joint passes is great, don't get me wrong. But I mean, I used to play football and that stuff. You gotta have that game mindset, you know, and get your body ready for it, you know. Cause we see it last year with week one Steeler. We look sloppy. Like mm-hmm. the deep or defense kept us game. I mean, we should won that game no matter what. We should won the game. But I mean, often look sloppy. But I think the starters linemen get them some snap. And then after that, take them out, get the backup pins and all that stuff. So just play some of the starter, maybe a series, maybe one quarter, then take them out and all that stuff. Like I say, let the guys who trying to fight for a job and try to be on this fifty-three man roster and all that stuff. So my 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 my. my thinking it just lets us all play a little bit snap just get that body game game just get that game mode mind on so because you know the physical they're ready but mentally get them in game mode and all that stuff mm-hmm. and Andre says uh, i think uh we see a lot more of dax this year too and i and i said this there where and, and dale keeps doesn't want to doesn't want to hear this but i think dax with his versatility of moving into slot and be able to play different positions i think they're going to move him around i that's just my right. opinion now, I, I do agree agree with the hunter I, yeah i think cheeto well i think he'll play yeah week one i do think yeah it could be could be limited again they gotta bring him back slowly so but that's the good thing with the mm-hmm. depth that we have at cornerback these guys right. i think we're gonna be we're gonna be pretty pretty solid there because mm-hmm. let's be honest the, on my video there was a couple times that they got beat but most time yesterday, the DBs did not get beat yesterday. It was no it was pretty much they were locking up them. That's why uh, the Jag from Green Bay got ticked off at, at DJ and started a fight because they, they were getting frustrated. Right. They couldn't do it. Right. Exactly. And 
that's one. And DJ Reed, like, you know, I even told some people, Bingo thing, we got to give him a contract. We cannot let him go. We can't because that man is just a beast. You're talking my alley. DJ is one of my, he's probably my favorite defensive player. When we don't have him, I call, I say he's the straw that stirs the drink. When we don't have him, our run defense sucks. It's nowhere close. Oh, yeah. This, we, we, they've got to figure out how to sign him. Yeah, right, exactly. And I think they will and all that stuff. And, like, we can't let him go, you know, because he is a big fourth and all that stuff. Like, he just – I mean, that Tennessee type game, he told him, he's like, come, you know, like, you're not going to – you know, like, he talking smack. I mean, and we shut down, you know, Derek Cameron. I was at that game, and, like, he just set the tone early in that game and all that stuff. I mean, the whole team did and all that stuff. Yeah, but DJ Reed, we can't let him go. No. Logan Wilson, that was a great signing. I mean, a third-round linebacker, probably like a top-ten linebacker, which he is phenomenal and all that stuff. It made big plays, you know, during like the AFC right. division. He got that pitch, you know, and we marched right downfield, kicked the game winning field goal. And during the Super Bowl, they call that bullcrap P.I. penalty, which it was a textbook how to defend a – receivers and all that stuff and which which even Connor Cow would say out of all the penalty you miss you call that and all that right. stuff mm-hmm. and I mean I mean look I mean Logan Wilson that was a great signing like we can you know all that stuff and like I say DJ Reed that's the guy we need I mean we got so many people we got DJ Reed we got T Higgins we got to figure out his contract and you know Jamal Chase and Joe Bud we're gonna sign them guys back and just how much money I, really take you know that's like are they gonna the, i think i think joe i think joe bud not gonna take the big money i think he's gonna try to share the wealth and all that stuff, try to keep t higgins you know well the thing is that that 2020 draft is a franchise defining draft mm-hmm. you got joe yeah. burrow you got t higgins and you got logan wilson first second third yeah. round that you, oh, you can't beautiful. get any better than that <laughs> that, that right, was exactly. that was phenomenal now uh, well it's like he, this Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to get, try to get the Hunter's uh, thing here. He said, uh, "He said, do you think we'll see Turner at all uh, week one? I mean, DJ Turner. I, that's a good question. It just depends on right. – It's too right now, for me, it's too early because all the DBs are playing so good. <laughs> you know, it's right. hard to define of who is going to get the, the snaps. And then it depends on how much they let Cheeto play. You know, if, if it's like right. you think that he's going to get limited snaps, then – all right, who's your your backup? And right now, I I don't know because they all look so good to me. Even even Allen has been looking mm-hmm. good to me. So right, it, it's it's such a a big competition in that room right now. To me, it's hard to to tell you. All right, this guy's going to play or this guy or this guy's going to play or this guy because they're all playing, in my opinion, really well. Right, exactly. And you know what? And we'll find out tomorrow mm-hmm. how DJ um, Turner do good and all that. So that's why we have preseason. I know people say get rid of preseason. No, no, don't get rid of it. Keep them, and I like, and I like they make it free games and all that stuff because they add another, um, you know, um, season to a regular game and all that stuff. But yeah, let's, I mean, we'll see, we'll see how DJ do good the next three games. Do we have preseason and all that stuff, and we will be in person see how they do. And like I say, I'm looking forward to how our secondary and all that stuff, and you know, but I mean, what, what about that's the thing I'm going to be watching tomorrow night is is the secondary, the secondary, and I want to see Yoshi, I want to see Chuck Sizzle. But secondary, yeah. I want to see like like another one. Hunter, or Hunter, Hunter Green, <laughs> Hunter here says Sidney Jones, Sidney Jones, Ivy, all these guys that that have played, you know, good in practice. I want to see if that as translates, you know, in a real game. Which which I mean, it is a real game. It's because especially for these mm-hmm. rookies, these guys are trying to make the team. 
This is a right. point for them. This this, this mm-hmm. means, you know, this is make or break. The, the, you know, one or two plays, you're either going to make the rush or you're not. So, right. to me, that's where my my eyesight's going to go, which, I mean, it was yesterday because the defense was in front of us. But to watch, I want to see yeah. the secondary. I want to see how, the, how these guys compete and, and how they play. Because right. they're fast as hell, Mark. I mean, we've got – this has got to be one of the – I would love to oh, know. Yeah. This is something I should do for, for Jay Morris, for Jay's got stats. What's the fastest team in Bengals history? Because this has got to be close to one of them. I, I, might, I might have to tweet him out and ask him. Oh, I agree. I agree with you, too. I think I saw somebody post on Facebook. I think everybody is 4.5, the 40 dash, and under. And that's just amazing. Like, you never see that. And, you know, right. and that's and that's good because we're going to have guys who go fly in the ball. Like, they might be 15 yards from, away from the guy, and then when the quarterback throws it, boom, that's that speed coming on. So that's why they do combine. They they move their hips on that stuff. They have good hips. They can turn all that stuff. But, I mean, it's going to be crazy. We're going to have a second day just flying the ball everywhere and all that stuff. Sure and you know what? In the right spots. <laughs> yes, exactly. And let's and you know, in this year, I think our corner's gonna get a lot of um um a lot of inceptic because last year our corners really didn't get a lot of inceptic. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. You know, but hey, that's great. But I think this year our corner's just just gonna be picking balls left and right out of you know, you know, you know, out of the air and all that stuff. And that's a great thing. That's what we need. And and that's what we're gonna win a lot of games, turnover from the ball off and all that stuff, and I'm and I mean, like I say, I'm looking for a second day to just come flying everywhere and all that stuff. Yeah, Lawrence here says that Higgins got to be on this this team too. He started, he start, basically he starts the team winning all with his draft. Yeah, and, and look, I, I'm with you. I, I think they're going to sign Burrow. Is yeah. Burrow going to take less money? Which is something I tweeted out a week ago tomorrow after they signed Logan Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they maybe Joe's waiting till they sign everybody else, and then he's going to figure out how much money they they got left and all that stuff. I don't know if that's true or not. The, the thing that scares me, but okay, I'll put it this way: I think they've got a lot of the contract worked out. That's why they can sign mm-hmm. sign these guys. Because if they had no idea, they wouldn't have signed uh, Trey Henderson. They wouldn't have signed Logan Wilson. They wouldn't have signed, they wouldn't have done that because mm-hmm. they, they weren't they didn't know how much money was allotted to Joe. They have a pretty right. good idea of how much money is allotted to Joe. And I think how much is allotted to T I'm just worried about T that that's the one that I'm getting more worried about because we got what, three weeks until yeah. the first game. Once the season starts, they're not, I don't think they're going to be negotiating, negotiating anymore. Now, bad thing for T is, you know, they can tag him and do the same thing for what they did with Jesse Bates and keep him a year. Right. They may do that. They may not. I don't know. David Mulgetta is his agent. They have never worked out a contract with David Mulgetta. Yeah. So, and the thing is, I and so there's three guys for me that needed to be signed. Obviously, Jackpot, T's the other one, and DJ. Those are the three guys, in my mind, we need to sign. I love Cheeto. I would I would love to keep him, but I don't think I don't think we can. I think it's why we drafted all these, right. these DBs to, to replace them. Exactly. But, I agree with you 100% and all that stuff. It just, like, you know, he's he's good, but his, you know, he's getting a little bit older now and all that stuff. You know, he's been around the league for a while. But he can still play, but we got, we draft, I mean, our defense, you, the draft issue, we draft defense, you know, defense linemen, a corner, a safety and all that stuff. These are our future down the road and all that stuff, which they're going to get their contract in a couple of years and all that stuff, you know. Right. But, yeah, I agree with you and all that stuff. I mean, Cheeto, I mean, how many how how many years we got left with him? This is it. He, he's okay, so yeah, him, so, him, yeah. him, DJ Reader, 
uh, Chad or Chad <laughs> T and and Joe are, are well. Joe actually, I tell you, Joe's not a free agent next year. He's he's got a fifth year option. T's a free yeah, agent exactly. next year. DJ is. Cheeto is. Yeah, I, I think Cheeto. He this will be his last year as a Bengals. You know, let's. I mean, let's hope we get that Super Bowl. You know, and all that stuff with him. And T Higgins, I think we will tag him if we don't figure out a contract. I mean, let's let, let's face it. T Higgins before we uh, draft. Jamal Chase, T. Higgins was our number one guy. Oh yeah. Before, and that was the plan. But I mean, Jamal Chase was right there, and you picked the best available option. And look at Jamal Chase; he proved that he's a number one receiver. We got two guys who are number one receiver. Uh, number one receiver, T. Higgins. If he go to other thirty-one team, he's number one. No hands down, awesome. So I think I think we will tag him if we don't figure out. A contract with him and all that stuff. I mean, like I say, we have that eight, his agent is pretty hard to negotiate and all that stuff. And he is, you know, but it's T Higgins gonna tell his agents, like, hey, look, I want money, but not, but I'm gonna win a championship. So I will take less money, but, you know, like still get my, like st- still get money, but take less money because he, if T Higgins had that mindset, like, you know what, I have a better chance to win the championship. In Cincinnati, and I'm gonna stay here for a while, you know. What's the and I think about with, with with Burrow's contract because I really thought once Sherbert and I, I mean Herbert, but I was going Sherbert once he signed and said, like, all right, this is who we gotta beat. He signed, Hurt signed. All right, so we gotta beat mm-hmm. these guys. I thought pretty quickly after that they'd sign him. That's where I'm kind of like, all right, is it is it is it the guaranteed money that they're haggling over or or is like Dave Lapham kind of said on up and Adam he said you know maybe this just give Joe always a percentage of the salary cap every year whatever that percentage is that's how much money he gets like what, right. what I'm just curious of what the holdup is because he's not they're going to sign him I mean I'm not worried about mm-hmm. that it's just it's just really curious as that he hasn't signed yet so that's what I'm just I don't know that's what I'm just trying to figure like what is the hold obviously there's something as a hold up is it the guaranteed right. money, or is he just is he wanting them to get T signed and then him? That's, I don't know. Right. I think I think I think that's part of the route Joe Burrow want to go because I think because like I say, we can't lose T. I mean, it, it would suck. Let's say this. Let's say worst case scenario. Say say they they tag T and we lose him. I I I, I hate this because they're not going to mm-hmm. lose Jamar. They're going to sign Jamar. That one we know. Losing Jamar yeah. would be like losing 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 Joe. They're not going to. Worst no. case scenario, they, they 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 don't sign T. We tag him next year. We draft uh, another wide receiver to replace him, and then we let him mm-hmm. go make his money, which I would hate. But that I I mean that could happen. I mean I, I'm not, mm-hmm. and I, I mean I look at everything through orange colored sunglasses. I'm a huge T. Higgins fan. I know his mom. I mean I I, I love his mom. She's awesome. He he's, yeah. he's a, a great great player. I don't want him to leave. But there is part of me, I'm kind of like, we had to sit with the reality that there is a possibility that T could go so, you know, could not, could play somewhere else. I don't think right. he's going to, but what the hell is taking so long? <laughs> you know? It's, I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it's hard to, you know, figure that out and all that stuff, you know? So, like I say, like during the season, like, you know, I mean, there's still going to be talk. But not like a whole lot, you know. They won't talk. Dude, they won't talk contract during the season. I, I'd be shocked if the Bengals, yeah. and Joe or T talk contract during right. the season. Right. They didn't do it with the with the with Bates. They, they once the season started, they just like all right, right. We're done. They, right. they don't usually so. don't negotiate because they usually the players and the coaches 
want the player to just concentrate on the season. So I agree, that's where, and, I, you know, and I totally agree with you 100 percent awesome. But like, I mean, look at look at Nick Bozo. No, I don't know. You know this, Nick Bozo have the same age as Joe Bush. I've been watching um ESPN and all that stuff, and Nick Bozo been holding out. But I mean, Joe, yeah. you know. Yeah. He, you okay, know Joe Burrow's not going to hold out. He, right. so. These people who think Joe Burrow uh, jackpot is is not playing he's, he's, because of his contract is just crazy. Yeah. This is driving jackpot Joey nuts. This dude loves to play football. He's not, right. He's the freaking quarterback. He knows he's going to get his money. Bosa mm-hmm. is a defensive lineman. They, you know, they, their careers aren't as long. Joe's, as long as he doesn't get get hurt or anything, mm-hmm. is going to be a, a longer career. Bosa, even if he doesn't get hurt, it's not going to be as long. So he's got to get his maximum amount right. of money he can on his second contract. Joe's, exactly. Joe's played for another 10, 15 years. You know, so, yeah. so it's not the same thing. So these people are conspiracy theorists are like, well, you know, maybe Joe's, you know, just hold, you know, you know, hold up, see, see what life was like without me. Well, no, duh. They know you're freaking Joe Burrow. You took him to the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship game. I mean, you're the best quarterback, in my opinion, in the league. I know Patrick Holmes right. is is uh, ranked number one, which you got to give him props. I understand he is right now, but that, that's going to change. They know how good Joe is. They know life would suck without him. So this whole n- motion that, that people are like, oh, maybe he's sitting out because that's nothing to do with it. That's just, he's hurt. No, 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 he's hurt. He is hurt. Careful all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, well, well, yeah, because that's is your guy. That's right. You know, Joe Bud. I mean, Joe Bud's might be tied as a Bengals, you know, I mean, and I mean, yeah. I hope, and yeah. I, and I, to be honest, Mark, if this was during the season, Joe wouldn't even miss a game. I guarantee you. No. If this was during no, the season, he will, Joe would not miss a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He will play through the pain and all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's being the greatness of a player. You fight through the pain and all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just training camp. But we wish we have him out there because he not have a full training camp that he's there, you know, passing every snap and all that. Uh, but what if, like, what if you have a full training camp? This guy is could be dynamic, probably like a Peyton Manning and Tom Brady kind of stuff. And he will be up there someday with Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, all them guys, and Drew Brees and all that stuff. I mean, oh, he's boy. there right now, but, I mean, he just – this kid – I mean, I watched him play down state championship down Columbus, you know. he This kid is good and all that stuff. Yeah, then, you know, play, yeah, blonde hair. Then he played for LSU's. And, like, this guy is just, you know, he's – he, you know – Definitely, you know, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, you know, after his career over, you know, all that stuff. But, you know, hopefully he went about free, suitable with us and all that. That'd be amazing, you know. That's like, but let's get that first one, you know. That's like, but this guy is going to be like, you know, because all the old quarterbacks gone. Now we got all the new young bloods guys, you know, and all that stuff. And Joe, Bo- I think Joe Burrow will be the number one quarterback in the NFL. You know, he's going to be the face of the NFL. You know, he's going to take Patrick Malone. Place and all that stuff. He's gonna be the face of the NFL, you know, all that stuff. I mean, one, this one kid. Thing, is... One thing. Next year, all Bengals fans, including you, Mark, you gotta, you gotta do me a favor. I think mm-hmm. we jinx him. You can't say, "Well, he's gonna. He, he's this will be the first time he's had a fully healthy training camp." Nobody say that ever. I don't want anybody <laughs> saying that because every time right. we say it, he gets hurt. So. <laughs> Don't I say know. That I, <laughs> I know. I know exactly. Cause trust me. Tr- trust me. I was just sitting at home on Facebook, and I see people. Like, I know. You blow me up. <laughs> I know. I was texting you. I would text two people. Look for the Bengals. Like, what's the status? What's going on? Did he get cramped? Did he? Uh, right, hurt his- right. I mean, it wasn't his knee. It wasn't his Achilles. Thank God, it wasn't 
kids Keeley, then we won't even see him, you know, till next season. But no, I saw the video. It was a cap. And you see that the trainers, they didn't rush over there very quick. They knew like, you know, it was a cap injury and all that stuff. So, but I mean, but hey, that's one thing I'm looking forward to tomorrow, a backup quarterback. Who will be that second string quarterback? It's like, who do you think, um, Strawberry, well, that right who now, will be the second string? Right now, Jake Browning has outplayed Trevor Simeon, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But I still think Trevor Simeon is going to be your backup quarterback because he's got 30 starts under his belt and Jake Browning. Right, right. Exactly, so, exactly. And I think and I think that's the reason why. But, hey, let's see. Let's see. Let's see tomorrow, and let's see these two other games we play, you know, who's going to be that guy. You know, because them guys, if this is a time to shine, because like you say, Joe Bud is not going to play no preseason, which, you know, that's okay. These guys need to step up. Like, who will be our second-string quarterback, you know, you know, all that stuff. I mean, and honestly, I'm looking, neither one looked all that great yesterday, to be honest. <laughs> right. It's, I mean – well, we can't tell because I think I think the Bengals they oh, I should watched have the videos from Ginger Pee and all that stuff. Like we couldn't see right. crap from where we were. At. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I hope I hope the Bengals next year they flip back and forth. Like, okay, offense right. be close to the fans and Please all, all that stuff. Right. Exactly. You know, it, I mean, I I mean, I even ask the fans, all fans, like, hey, how's our offense do? I can't barely even see what's going on over there and all that stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I like to see yeah. the offense at least once against the Packers while we will tomorrow. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Mark, I appreciate it, man. You've been on for 30 minutes. This is awesome. I will see you tomorrow night. Tell everybody yes. where they can follow you on Twitter, Facebook, whatever yep. you're at. Yep, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, you have Snapchat, you know, I'm on, I'm on. I mean, I get on, I, I do a lot of stuff, posts on Facebook, but yeah, Twitter or X, whatever they call it these days, yeah, I'm going to try to, yeah, I'm going to try to post a lot more on there and all that stuff, and you want to add me on Snapchat, but yeah, tomorrow, I'm looking forward to it. What time, hey, what time do you get down to the statement? Are you, t- I'm, what, gonna, are you I, I t- I'm leaving, I'm leaving here about five o'clock, so I'll be down there like five fifteen. Oh geez, what's on tailgate at three o'clock? <laughs> Come on now. I got I gotta go to work Saturday, so I can't I can't go full force. Chew, chew, chat. I gotta be I gotta go to work. I gotta be so much responsible. It's, it's preseason, man. You know, so I'll, I'll come join you. You you already be be uh, in third down third down mode. I can tell. Well, yeah. Well, I'll be you know I'll be third down, but I'll cool down a little bit. Because I gotta wait till we like when we play Baltimore, then I'll go crazy like. A maniac and all that, but no, like I'm. Yes, you know, yeah, and um, anybody coming down want to tailgate? We'll be at lot one with the Bingo Bond Squad. Cause Bingo Bond Squad West, we don't do tailgate during the preseason, so come down lot one. Then after that, I know um, Bingo Jim they're doing tailgate, and then I think Bingo Trailers doing tailgate too. So I'm gonna go visit. So, but you know, but anybody want to tailgate? Come down lot one, or you know. Long will hall people. I mean, long will hall. I think there'll be some tailgate people, but not like a normal game day and all that's that. That's where Bomb Squad West will be at. So that's where we'll be. Yeah, at. that's what. Yeah, that's what we bat during the regular season. All that stuff. Preseason, we don't. All that stuff. So oh, you're gonna, you're come not, on, Bomb Squad West, not gonna be there tomorrow. No, we we don't do that. We we don't do the preseason. We um um we um we just tailgate with the Bingo Bomb Squad. But but during the Baltimore Week Two game. We'll be at Long. So you, guys, Hall, you guys be down at three o'clock. You'll be down at Bomb Squad then. Yeah, lot one. We'll be down lot one on stuff. So it's right by Longwood Hall and all that stuff. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, 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 I kind of know where that is. I, I kind of been there a couple. Of times. Oh yeah, it's it's right beside it on stuff. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Jeff. It's it's gonna be amazing. Just be at the jungle, seeing everybody again, all that stuff. And like I say, we're gonna be keep our eye on safeties, running backs, quarterbacks. 
and tied in is or, or is on Smith's going to play a lot. What do you uh, think? I don't think Anderson is going to play, to be honest. Okay, well, Drew Sample, he need to get some um, snap out there. I hope he there, goes but... off and, and Dale would just be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dale, well, Dale can't stand Drew Sample. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Drew Sample because we did draft in the second round. I mean, dude, I mean, yeah, you can block, but dude, we need you to catch some. We need you to make big plays and all that stuff. Help us out and all, all things. But, but it's gonna be amazing time. I'm looking forward. I'm, I can't wait to see you tomorrow and all that stuff. It's gonna be a good time. Absolutely, dude. All right, brother. See you tomorrow. Who day? Yep. Who day, baby? All right, there you go. As always, I enjoy my buddy Mark. Third down guy. He's a nut. He's a huge Bengals fan, like I said. Trust me, you're going to see his big ass on the Jumbotron. He's going to be up there swinging his towel like he always does. So, <laughs> he's he's a great dude. Come down to Bob Squad. Hang out with us. Go to Bengal Gym. I think Bengal Gym's going to have a tailgate. I, I'm assuming he is. Trailer, all these guys. Like I said, just get your walking shoes on and go around the, to the different tailgates and hang out with all of us. We have an absolute blast. Tailgating in Cincinnati is by far one of the best experiences in the NFL. All right, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And of course, I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, Radical Reds, The Ice Bar, The Ohio State Bucknuts. And then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Threads. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. Threads is Sports underscore with underscore Ice, Strawberry underscore Ice. I mess it up every time. It's on Threads. Check it out. I will be pulling off the sound later on tonight, putting on the podcast on BeanPod, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave a five-star review and a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are freaking awesome. 2,319 subscribers. Seriously, I have over 2,000 views on yesterday's video, which is awesome. So, if you watched the video yesterday, I would love you guys who watch the show every day. I do it every single day. I have, well, not every Monday through Friday. I have great guests on here, and I have so much fun doing it. So do me a favor. If you're watching this video, hit the thumbs up. Subscribe. If you're on Facebook, get over to YouTube. Subscribe. If you're on Twitter, get over to YouTube. Subscribe to Sports Strawberry Ice. I'd appreciate it. Other than that, I cannot wait. I, there's no show tomorrow, obviously, because I will be down at the Bengals game. Other than that, you guys have a wonderful day. I'll see you Monday. Got a great guest coming at you Monday. That's just sports, baby. See ya!